check it out. Prince John and the sheriff, they was running the show. Raising the taxes because they needed the dough. A reign of terror took over the land. They were shaking down the people just to beat the band. I said, hey. Hey. I said, hey. Hey. I said, hey. The people weren't happy. Morale was low. They had no place to turn to. There was nowhere to go. They needed a hero, but no one could be found. Because Robin Hood was out of town. I said, hey. Hey. He was put into the slammer by his Arab foe, and in a little while he would be no more. I said, hey, hey. I said, hey, hey. I said, hey. Hi, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4. Boy, oh boy, Mom, you sure know how to hydrate a good podcast. Welcome to Hydrate Level 4, a podcast where we take a nostalgic look at movies from different generational perspectives. And I am your host, Peter, and today is a special episode because I actually have not one, but two guests joining me today. Please welcome Cassie and Mandy from the Mixed Feelings Podcast. How you doing, ladies? Hey, guys. We're good. How are you? Doing really good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty fantastic. It's not often I get two lovely uh, women to come on to the show and and, uh, have a little fun with me. Well, today's your lucky day. Flattery will get you everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Indeed, indeed. Uh, For those listeners that are not familiar with your podcast, uh, Mixed Feelings, despite the name, I don't think people have mixed feelings about it. But uh, if you can tell them a little bit about what you guys or about your show, maybe a little bit about yourselves and um, what they can expect from you. Yeah, sure. Um, Well, I'm Cassie. Mandy and I are cousins. Um, We grew up like sisters. We were always goofy and crazy, had the best conversations, laughed just until our sides hurt. Um, When we were about 11 or 12, we split up. She moved to Florida and I stayed in Kentucky. And then recently I moved down here to Florida. So it's like when we got back together, we realized we haven't skipped a beat. Like, we still have 11-year-old comedy mentality. Yeah, pretty much. But we, we have the best conversations, and we were like, you know what? We should share this with everybody. So we started a podcast, uh, the Mixed Feelings Podcast. And, you know, we are biracial. We just have so many different points of view that the average person I don't think has. Because, you know, I'm mixed from the country. Mandy's mixed from the beach. So <laughs> we just have so many different things that we love and so many different ideas that and opinions and we have a fun ass way of talking about them. Yeah, we just <laughs> joke about stuff. We talk about current issues and you know things going on in our life. It's pretty much the premise of the show. Yeah, I, I like to talk about the uh, the hair. You know how the struggle is real. You know the <laughs> it, hair. It's so real. it is so real. That is the realest struggle I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and also the uh, the shade on uh, Floridians. You know the the news. So just type in Florida man and you'll get. All yeah, we we don't deny the crazy that surrounds us. We. All we can do is embrace it and make fun of it because it's not going anywhere. And see, here's the thing. When I was talking about moving down here uh, from Kentucky, she's like, oh, yeah, it's great down here. Everything's fantastic. You didn't tell me nothing about all these crazy Florida men. Right down the street from me, some guy cut his mom's head off. Like, and this is a nice neighborhood. Like, it was in, wow. it was probably one of the Florida man stories. Well, I, I like, had to well, kind of be like a used car salesman to get her down here. I only highlighted the good stuff. I know. I was trapped. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't tell me about all this. <laughs> Bring your talents down to South Beach. 
No, we're far away from South Beach. We're um, we're in the Tampa Bay area, so it's like mid Florida. So yeah. we get a little mix of everything here. Oh yeah, there's sights and wonders to yeah. behold in Florida. Oh okay. Sure. <laughs> well, you guys are definitely going to be cool peoples, and I I can see uh, a, a very long relationship here. I um, one of my co-hosts on my show Original Remake, shameless plug there from FallingFilms.com, uh, Michael Denniston. He is uh, from Kentucky, and really? Yeah, two of my other co-hosts are also from Florida, uh, Devin from the Liquor Run podcast and Albie from the Quantum Leap podcast. So those are my other co-hosts. And and also I got a buddy over there from the True Bromance film podcast, Jairo, uh, who's also out of Florida, too. And I always fuck up like exactly where he's from. So um, and and just to uh, I guess a little disclaimer now for those that, uh, you you know, on my show, I don't swear that often, but I do on my other shows where the tag is explicit. you know, just disclaimer now, your show is also not something for work. Oh, no. No, we are not at all. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We if to... you're listening at work, you better have those headphones if on. If anyone from our work is listening, we're not We're not who you think we are. We're someone else. <laughs> so, and, and we already spoke off mic, and I wanted you guys to be yourselves, so that way listeners can get a feel of how you guys will sound on your show by listening to this particular episode. So, oh, yeah. there we go. So, right. uh, you, yeah, you guys are joining me for the uh, 1993 comedy spoof parody, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. And yes. so, yeah, it came out like summer of 93. And before we get into the movie, I always like to talk about some of the songs and movies that came out around this time. So um, I'm an 80s baby. We've uh, already discussed. I won't you know, put your age out there. I know you guys already have on your show. But it's uh, okay. yeah, it's okay. yeah <laughs> clear to say that um, you guys are also 80s babies. Yes. Okay. So tell me if you guys know this song. The number one song that came out, or the number one song at the time of the movie's release is Can't Help Falling in Love by UB40. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Wait, no, that's not it. That's right. No. Can't help falling in love. Where do you? I love that freaking Sang song. It. Yeah, he's got that <laughs> that falsetto that. <laughs> <laughs> Great yes, song. We, All right. Long story short, we remember that yeah. song. <laughs> I got that. Okay. I got that okay. Song. You got some stories about that. Sounds like. <laughs> Perhaps another uh, an upcoming episode of mixed feelings here. Oh man, we'll see. <laughs> we'll work okay. it in there. Now, the the number one song that preceded it was "Weak" by SWV. Can oh, I get man. a request there? <laughs> you know Can I get mixed. a request? Come on. <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me see if I can remember it. I get so weak in the knees. I can hardly speak. I lose all control. And something takes over me. In a daze, it is so amazing. It's hard to speak. You knock me right off of my feet. Oh, I can't explain <laughs> how you love me. She just did her own background I voice right there. I like, put my hands up by my mouth like it was a like I was calling from the back. <laughs> love this. You know what? I I don't get uh, guests to sing very often. It's usually me that has to like. Oh, this is how the song went, you know. And I always joke yeah. that it's tone deaf karaoke. But yeah, I I um, for my birthday I actually went karaokeing with a, a bunch of the fellas, you know, and and we definitely rocked out. So I had a great, great time. So karaoke thank you for that. Karaoke is always so much fun. Well, I have oh one more. Gosh. This the number one song that succeeded uh, "Can't Help Falling in Love" was "Dream Lover" by Mariah. Oh. Now you know we're mixed. I know. So we well, absolutely know all of these freaking jams, especially of like- Mariah. <laughs> 
dream lover, come rescue me, do 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 baby. I don't, I can't do those whistle screams though. Are That's you doing the hand thing to the Mariah hand handshake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. No, that's Celine Dion that bangs on her chest yeah. with her fist. Oh, yes. Wrong yeah, diva. She bangs her chest. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that. That was that was pretty amazing. You guys might have to do a karaoke episode too. And I'm oh gonna God, send no, all I never claim to be good at anything, you guys. I'm just, I'm just. It was very good to hear music. I'm just adding some content. So far, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Some sometimes, um, some of these uh, episodes that I do, uh, you know, I do that. I do the, you know, the three number one songs around that time, and there'll be so, sometimes I'll get like one or two songs that was like number one for like one week, and I'm like, I, I don't remember that song. And yeah, like, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I'll pull it up. Right, right. And like one time, I forgot what year it was, but it was also Mariah Carey. And I was like, I, I don't know that one. And I'm pretty in tune with that type of music too, because uh, you know I grew up on hip hop and pop and R and B and all that. Because I had uh, when I was like around ten or eleven, I had uncles and aunts that were in their teens that were listening to Boys to Men TLC and all that. So, yeah. um, so I'm very familiar with that music. Uh, yeah, that's how it was in our family too. It was very a, well. Our family listened to everything though. Like we could legit have Johnny Cash or Tom Petty or Boys to Men or like some kind of random Metallica was like on. Al Green. <laughs> it, like our our house was schizophrenic when it comes to music, but I think that was great because it exposed us to a lot of different stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, to to be honest, it's funny when when people ask me like, "What well, you know, what kind of music did you grow up listening to?" Uh, I go, "Oh, Everything. you know, Beatles, Elvis Presley, ABBA, Bee Gees," and they're like, "You, you kidding me?" I go, "No," because I couldn't watch MTV <laughs> until like I was twelve. So yeah, no, I know people my age. Uh, like I know um, Neil Young, and they're like, "Who are you talking about?" Like, don't worry about it. Just don't even worry. About it. <laughs> you, you mean Neil Diamond? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 Neil Young. <laughs> All right. Uh, some of the bigger hits that came out around that time. Uh, tell me, have you heard of uh, heard of the movie Last Action Hero? Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, Sleepless in Post- Seattle. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I never watched that though. That's one of those sad ones that when I was that age, I was like, I don't want to watch that shit. <laughs> I watched it. I remember. <laughs> I want to watch funny things. <laughs> How about Weekend at Bernie's Two? Yes. <laughs> I never saw two. No. no? Mm. I don't know what the difference is between any of them. I have seen all of them. They just take Bernie's dead ass around all over the place. Yes. Well, <laughs> two, Bernie's actually walking around because they, they casted like a spell on him. Oh, man. <laughs> they put yeah. that black magic on him. <laughs> they did. They hit him Literally. With that I think it, it was voodoo, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they necromancied Bernie. <laughs> How about Hocus Pocus? Oh, yes. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, poetic Justice. Oh, Was yeah. That with Tupac and. Uh, Janet Jackson. Yes, Tupac in the mail truck. He was a mailman in that one. Oh, okay. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout. And uh, last one. Let's see here. Let me pick a good one. How about? Well, I say good, but the first one. <laughs> let me take that back. The, the first, the first title I saw when I looked up was Meteor Man. Oh damn! Yeah. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. I do remember that. Dude yeah. got hit. Yeah. He got powers from a meteor, basically. Yeah. Who was in that? <laughs> uh, Robert Townsend. No, I don't know that movie at all. Yeah, it had like um, it, it had like the Golden Lords, you know. So like all the bad guys had like the blonde hair, you know. Like uh, they had like uh, another bad Sounds creation like was in there. Yeah, it was. They had like all the the R and B singers and um, people oh, like in the you know the, Were the Wayans uh, urban... Brothers a part of it. 
I feel like the way Ince Brothers had something to do with that movie. I, I don't believe know. so, but uh, Eddie Griffin was in it. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah. So, yeah. He's like so a Wayne's cousin. But, uh, Maybe not. Yeah, a Jace. Sure, Wayne's a Jace. <laughs> yeah. True facts by Cassie. Now, um, okay, so we'll go ahead and then jump into uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights now. So, yeah, I mentioned it. came out in 1993. It is uh, directed by Mel Brooks, and it stars as, I always screw this up. Is it Carrie Elwes? Yules? We were talking about that last night, and we were completely dependent on you to say it correctly. Yeah, I said, don't worry. Time. He's going to say it for us because we didn't know how to pronounce <laughs> it. <laughs> well, I think it is Elwes. But I, I, I I've always him. called it Elwis. I mean, I know that him and Jim Carrey are like the best of friends. Um, are they? But that doesn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. We'll stick I, to I could, could kind of see it too. You know, like some some of the things that he did in this movie, I was just like, that seems like Jim Carrey esque. Uh, but yeah, Carrey Elwis, Carrey E, Carrey E. Yes. <laughs> Would that work? Uh, as Robin Hood, Richard Lewis as Prince John, uh, Roger Reese as Sheriff of Rottingham. Uh, Amy Yesbeck as Maid Marian, Dave Chappelle as Achu, uh, Mark Blankfield as Blinken. Mm, who else? We got Eric Allen Kramer, Little John. Well, there's a lot of people. And I think the only other person I want to note is Tracy Ullman as Latrine. Yes, yeah. Latrine. <laughs> who was Brunhilda? She was played by something Kavanaugh, uh, Megan Kavanaugh. Ah, okay. Because I remember seeing her in other movies in that t in that era, but she was always just like random fat lady. I feel like. Yeah, this this movie is my go-to when I think of her. So I'm I'm not too familiar with her other work unless I just don't know her by name. But uh, what's your guys's history with this movie? Because because um I, I forgot to mention that I had you guys choose a movie and you guys came up with this. So this is actually my second coverage of a Mel Brooks film. Yeah, it was funny because when you uh, reached out to us about coming on the show, um, you were like, well. If you have a couple ideas for movies, let me know. I'll make sure that... And I was like, no, no, this is going to be a short list. I was like, what about Robin Hood, Men in <laughs> But I love this movie. I've always... Okay, I'm that weird kind of person that a lot of comedy movies, I don't laugh. Like, I, I won't laugh out loud. But, like, Mel Brooks style, like, goofy, older comedy like that, I just... I love it. Um, Spaceballs, Blazing Saddles, just... I've always loved these kinds of movies. And this one was one of the first ones that... I think I had like a little crush on like the character. I love Carrie Elwes or Carrie E, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, I just remember watching this movie in the 90s when I was young. And it was the first movie that I think was like adult humor that mm -hmm. I, I started to understand. And I thought it was funny at the time, even though I was probably way too young to be watching it. But I just I loved it. And ever since then, I've just it's my go to whenever I need to pick me up. Like I'll watch that movie anytime it comes on. It had the kind of adult humor that wasn't so harsh that it was like your mom would come in and be like what are you watching and like ground you for life but it like yeah it was you kind had of our have... first exposure a little like uh sticking your foot in the in the cool or in the in the pool to see how cool it is first. well yeah and i like it because it's one of those movies where you have to have some kind of wit about you to understand the humor in it yeah. and that's that's always been my kind of humor you have to be smart to get it yeah yeah, I I am kind of in the same boat. I really enjoyed like this uh, you know, type of movie where they spoof uh, other things. The the only the only I I guess uh bad thing about these type of movies are that they also reference what's going on in pop culture. So, like somebody like in this newer generation like for my uh son, for example, like I don't think he'd get some of these um uh, references like in one scene Achu uh, you know, like adds air to his pumps, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's not going to get that. And even like the, like the, um, 
it's funny now that you know there's a there's a scene where uh Chu references like Rodney King you know on TV mm-hmm. now they're playing like the uh, people versus OJ you know so yeah like, you kind of get that so you know he can kind of get that reference but yeah it's definitely something I think it's a product of its time because it's you know for those that of us that, um, that we grew up around that era we will obviously you know uh, understand the references more now um yeah I don't sure. know if you I don't know if you guys knew this, but this actually came out the same year as Hot Shots Part Deux. Oh, with Charlie Sheen? Yeah, before winning. <laughs> so, yeah. Before, well, I think he was winning at that time. He wasn't really winning later. He just thought he was. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. I, I love that movie. I love the other one, too, with the where he had the glasses and he played baseball. What was that? Major League. Movie? Yeah, that's it. That's it, yeah. <laughs> he was Wild I've, Thing. I've covered Major League One and Two, also with my co-host Devin from Florida. So uh, shout outs oh, to Jacksonville, Duval uh, <laughs> specifically. Okay, so this is going to be a, a little, um, a little different because it being a parody, we're not going to go scene by scene. Uh, the movie is basically just another retelling of the Robin Hood story, where uh, King, oh, I forgot his name, King Richard goes off to the Crusades. Yeah, yeah, and then you get uh, you got Prince John who you know assumes power and abuses it, and then uh, you know the whole story of Robin Hood robbing from the rich to the poor with his merry men. Uh, this one plays a little bit different because throughout the movie, Robin Hood is you know he's not really recruiting, but he is picking up like people along the way to help him fight the good fight, I guess. But instead, we're just going to go down the list of like as as he encounters people and just kind of talk about like some of the scenes that that we enjoyed. So we'll, let's start with Carrie, uh, uh, Robin Hood. Let's start with Robin Hood, and uh, you know he he's in prison is when we first see him. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think Mandy was it that you was it you that mentioned that you had a crush on him? Uh, Cassie does, but yeah, she she was all over it. I loved him so much. Those baby blues. He he can get it. You know he's a handsome guy. <laughs> You know, I think the first time, okay, this is 93. So no, this might've been the first time I'd seen him. And so I thought that he was always like a comedian. Uh, And it's kind of nice because he's had both roles. You know, he's had very dramatic roles and stuff. Yeah, he's had serious roles. Yeah, I haven't seen him in Saw. I haven't, to be honest. I was about to say he was in Saw and that was, that was some real shit. (laughs) Yeah, he was also in The Crush. Did you ever see that? Yeah, with Alicia Silverstone. I have seen that. I might have that watched it because of her, creepy. but yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was meant to be. Either but, way. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I saw him in that. I'm all like, oh, this is different for him. So, and then, <laughs> and then we got him in uh, Liar Liar. Oh, he was in that, wasn't Remember, he? He's like, the claw. <laughs> you know, and like Jim Carrey's son <laughs> he was like, like the, You're doing I didn't it wrong. even realize that was him. Yeah, the stepdad. Yeah. Step-dad. yeah. I mean, now that you say it, it makes sense. But I, when I was watching it years ago, I didn't even click. Yep, that's him. So um, let's see. The first person he encounters, well, basically, I choose dad is a sneeze. Uh, did you guys like? Yes. You know, by the uh, Isaac the, Hayes, right? Yes, um, the late Isaac Hayes. Um, Rip. Uh, yes, who, R.I.P. Yes, R.I.P. People also know him as uh, the chef, right, from um, South Park. Mm-hmm. I just instinctively want to sing. The chocolate salty balls. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. No? Okay. Well, I, I guess the karaoke is over. But hey, if, if you want to break out into it, I'm okay with that. I can't sing that deep. No. Maybe you could do it. <laughs> Your guy. No, no. I don't think my voice is that deep at all. Uh, did you guys like any of the thing in the, uh, in the whole prison breakout scene? Oh, 
where it's like a hotel. It's it's like a torture hotel, and he goes to. We went, oh, and we watched this last night. We were laughing our asses. Yeah, they had a whole wall on the back of devices to use. Tongue loosener. Yes. <laughs> Eye gougers. <laughs> and so he's, uh, what is going on? He he refuses to talk. I don't even know what kind of information he was supposed to be giving up, but he's refusing to talk. And then he, uh, Isaac Hayes is like, oh, we need a great feat of strength or something, and they need to distract the guy. So uh, Robin Hood says that he's going to talk or something, but he's going to go get his boss. So he's like, this is great news. I'll, I'll be right back. And then when he comes back, everybody's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, I like the opening scene of that movie. I think it sets the tone. Actually, speaking what of did... opening scene, I completely forgot the, the village. The, there's this village that goes under attack and they even drop oh, out. Oh, like, and yes. they just keep shooting fire <laughs> arrows all over the place. Every time they do this movie, they always <laughs> set like a village on fire. And that's the first time we get to see the singing men. Yeah. yeah the rapping, yeah, the, the rappers. The, the rappers. <laughs> the see, yeah. I hey, always nani, thought nani, it opened ho, up ho, with ho, the rappers. <laughs> yeah. So I completely forgot about that, like, opening, opening scene. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was different. Um, I, I like how the uh, the prison, the, the prisoners escape. They they climb up to, like, this, um, the bars. And they're like, all right, on the yeah. you know, count of three, they lift it up and they just walk out. Like, <laughs> it yeah. wasn't even a cliff or anything. <laughs> They didn't bother to secure that gate at all. They're just like, this is too high for him to get out. It's like a, it's like when you have a room full of puppies or something, and you just put everything up real high. That's well, what they treated everybody. Like. They were all chained, but yeah, I guess it yeah. was still pretty funny. Yeah, it was an anticlimactic escape, but it was, it was like, all right, let's go. Just a little bit. So Dave Chappelle in his first big role uh, as Achu is uh, the first person that uh, Robin Hood encounters. And when he first finds them, he's getting beat by a bunch of the uh, the, the, the Kingsmen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, oh, but wait! First, you have to mention that he swam all the way from fucking Jerusalem oh. to England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he didn't have time to wait for a boat. He swam <laughs> all the way from Jerusalem all the way oh, to that England. That yeah, they like, showed like, on the map dots. I just like how there's that one part where he could have gotten onto land and walked across, but no, he swam. Yeah, like, no, and he I'll like just goes go around, around the channel or whatever. Yeah, Robin Hood is not a quitter. No, no, <laughs> it's pretty good. He's very persistent. That yeah. guy. The backstrokes on fleet. Yeah, so he's yeah. getting whooped up by all the kingsmen in the woods. And he makes a Isn't reference like, King "Oh, beat down." Yeah, the Rodney King. Hopefully, somebody's videotaping. Yeah, he said, "I hope you're videotaping this." Yeah. <laughs> I do like. Uh, oh gosh, what was the joke? The uh, the praying mantis. He's like, do you know the praying mantis? Well, you're looking at him, and then they start <laughs> they start doing like the Bruce Lee, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That he busted into the Michael Jackson. So I I never caught that before. That was the first time I saw it in this one. That's it. the thing about movies like this. Every time you watch it, you notice a new joke. Like, I know, especially when you're older, because if you if it's been a while since you watched this movie, you go back and you start to get things that maybe you just weren't. Not necessarily not mature enough, but like you just weren't aware enough to catch it. That yeah, it was that it was a reference to something. Yeah, so th- I think that's the only other thing that I caught. Everything else I, I kind of remembered. Um, you know, there's that you know little boy who comes running like uh, home uh, alone. Yeah. I never found that funny. That I was just guys... a spaz. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, I could have done without his theatrics, but 
I didn't think that his his whole shtick was super funny, but I did yeah. think that some of the stuff he was saying at the end was funny. Like when he was like, go hey. tell your men that I'm going to right the wrongs. I'm going to lower the taxes and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yes, yes, good, good. Well, gotta right. go home alone <laughs> yeah. now. That <laughs> was it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. That was the only part that I liked. I didn't like the screaming. He was too, he was yeah. too squeaky I, I, for me. Look, look we, we got it the first time. Thanks, Mel Brooks. <laughs> You didn't, have to, you didn't have to scream while you were running away. We yeah. got it when you screamed when you came in. I mean, I don't, I don't find that aerodynamic, right? I mean, your hands are you know on your face as you're running away. That doesn't help with the phone. I know. He's just flailing. <laughs> He's he doing it wrong. Away. <laughs> Who taught you how to escape? Um, I, I liked a, a little bit with the, the, the Kingsman, you know, how um, one's like, you've never seen The Last of Us. And then we get that famous, uh, you know, shot of the cover box, you know, where he's got the, yeah. the you know, the, the bow with the five arrows as if he was Rambo. And, then, you know, shoots the guy. The there. You see The Last of Us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I've always wanted to try to do I don't know if it's just me, but every time I see scenes like that in movies where it's like, obviously, he just had the stuff stuck on his arms. And he just backed up into the tree and that, you know, just the way that they shot it, it looked like he shot him with arrows. Like, I always wanted to do that. I always just wanted to have an outfit with arrows on it or something and just randomly like someone look over at me and I'm just like, ah, and just pin myself up against the wall. You're one of those that they th- warn you to not try it at home, but you want to try it at home. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Well, let, let so me know how that goes. emergency room trips. Yeah. So many. Well, I think that the sheriff of Rottingham has the absolute best entrance oh music of all time. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's, yeah. The, the trumpets, <laughs> the hand trumpets. I need people playing the hand flutes when they when I enter a room. Is that, a, is that some kind of code? Hand flutes? No, but no, that's, that's what they were doing. No, they just had their hands up to their mouth like making they noises. Were... They didn't have real instruments. Maybe they had kazoos. Oh, maybe you it wouldn't have seen kazoo, kazoos. But it was very generic. He did not have a royal procession. <laughs> I feel like if I was the king of anything, that would be that would be what I would have. Just have people follow me around, just playing kazoos. I'm gonna s- spoil this now. I think the sheriff of Rottingham is my favorite character. Really, <laughs> I love him too. I mean, he's, he's definitely he's he's a good character. He's rotten to the core, but he's such a dirtbag. I know. <laughs> so he's he's my favorite character. But I want to talk about the, I, in my opinion, the funniest character. Which is uh, the next person that Robin Hood encounters, which is Blinken. Yes, yes. Blinken. Blinken. This story would be nothing without Blinken. I know. He has the most amazing introduction to his character. You know, where the <laughs> yes. castle is taken away. You know, uh, I'm sorry, the um, the uh, castle of Loxley. What, what is it called? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He makes it all the way from freaking Jerusalem, swam all the way to England, gets to his home. And it's being repoed. Yeah, the bank has it hitched up to a wagon, and they're just taking the whole castle away One, on wheels. Like, just a couple donkeys are pulling it. <laughs> right. I guess that's medieval uh, foreclosure. Yeah, yeah, the the, uh, the market over there is uh, definitely struggling, too. Uh, yeah. But Blinken is sitting on the toilet, doesn't even realize that the castle is gone. <laughs> and I missed this as a kid. So he's, he's quote-unquote, reading a Playboy. I mean, he is blind. So I was just like, oh, Braille, that's funny. You know, it's a Playboy. But yeah. at this viewing, I didn't realize that the centerfold was in 3D. Like, you can feel it. Yeah, <laughs> he cups its boobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's really into it in there. Yeah, so yeah, I had no so... idea. So that's that was definitely funny this time around because I was like, oh, okay, it's, it's not like a Braille. I mean, because I was like, how do you feel the picture? But I don't know. I guess maybe because it was VHS, you couldn't really tell. 
but yeah, yeah. so this one i saw it was just like faint. oh yeah 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 you know so what? that might have had something to do with the rating system they probably couldn't have it very prominent mm. maybe well, pg-13 i mean Possibly. i don't know you had that uh the shadow later on with the with the sword oh yeah that's true oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true yeah i mean um let me see what else uh there's you know there's i, I guess like a venus de milo is that the name of the statue yeah, with the no arms and yeah. just wearing the sash around the waist and no clothes on top. So, yeah, he's in the bathroom and Robin's talking to him. He's like, Blanken. And he's like, Master Robin, is that you? And he's like, getting, he doesn't even wipe his butt. And he stands up from the port <laughs> of pot and there's no walls anywhere. And he's talking. He's like, you're back from the crusade alive. And he's like, yes, yes. And he doesn't realize that the house is gone. And he goes to walk out. And he's like, oh, happy day. And he's like, oh. I could have sworn there was a door there. It's a bit drafty. And he, like, bumps right into that Venus de Milo statue. And he's like, ah, you've been horribly You've lost your arms. But you grew some nice boobs. (laughs) That was my favorite. Yeah, he's just full on molesting him. (laughs) (laughs) That was my first uh, laugh out loud moment when he... um, (laughs) When, when he reached for that doorknob and does like bump into the statue because he's like, I swear there was a door I, there. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably the, the, the best introduction. Yeah, yes. and we were saying last night, that's the saddest coming, like homecoming ever because he yes. tells him that everybody's dead. <laughs> yeah, he watches his castle roll away and every single person he loved down to the fish and cat die. <laughs> yes. Well, he's like, my goldfish uh, is like, yeah, eaten by the cat. My cat choked on the goldfish (laughs) (laughs) and his face the whole time like it just keeps getting progressively sadder (laughs) because his dad how did his dad die i think his dad died in the like of i I think i think both parents died together maybe and then the brother they had the plague or some shit yeah yeah yeah, that's the worst coming home ever lincoln had all like the best lines (laughs) and and jokes what was the what was the other thing something else important happened was it when Blinken maybe meet uh, met Achu? Was it was there a funny exchange there? Hey, Rob, wait up! Oh, well done, Achu. Yeah, he was running fast, but I caught his ass. Who's that? Blinken, I'd like you to meet Achu. A Jew? Yeah? No, no, not a Jew. Achu. Hey, put it there. How do you do? I've been better. No, it was the necklace that he has. He, oh, yeah. Oh, right. He told him that his father had left him the most important necklace ever. It's the last family heirloom. It's the most precious thing ever. And then he says, do you mind if I keep it? He's like, can, <laughs> I, can I keep it? <laughs> uh, no, no, you can't. He holds that was, the key yeah. to the greatest thing in the world or something. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I mean, I I can do a Blinken spinoff. Please do. There's, there's so much. There's just so yeah. much to cover. <laughs> So the next guy that Robin recruits is Little John, and I found this in the uh, the trivia on IMDb. And apparently, uh, Hulk Hogan turned down that role. I can kind of see it now after having read that. Oh man, yeah, when he still had hair on top. Yeah, had hair. That would have been uh, the best casting ever. Macho Man Randy Savage would have been far better, far superior. I'm just are you guys right into now. wrestling? Oh my god. A little bit old wrestling, like <laughs> oh, wrestling sure. from our heyday. <laughs> no kidding. Okay, but but Macho Man couldn't have been because he's way too tan to play a fair Englishman. But that would be the point. He'd be super over the top and just snapping into Slim Jims left and right, <laughs> power slam Robin Hood into the tiny creek. He would <laughs> well, have been snapping using into Slim a Slim Jim 
to fight. Yes, yes, I would say snapping into a Slim Jim would have come in very handy when they had the um, staff war. Yeah, that entire fight was fantastic. That was the best thing. That that's that. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and say now that that is probably my favorite scene of the entire movie. Yeah, is the, the exchange with Little John. Yes, everything. Well, let's set this up. Oh, you can go ahead. I've been. No. I'm, I'm taking over your show, and I'm sorry. No, it's your, you guys are the guests, and this is your favorite scene. So, yeah, I loved it too. I loved it too. So, go ahead. Okay, so they pull up, and you know they're on Robin's property, like Rob, his family's property, and there's this little stream and this bridge, and this it's giant, barely a stream. It's, it's, a, it it's barely a, a bridge. It's a puddle. Yeah, it's a puddle. <laughs> it's a puddle. So he, uh, little John, is guarding this tiny bridge over this tiny puddle, and he's like. You got to pay the toll. A toe's a toe and a roll's a roll. If you give us no toes, we don't get no rolls or something to that extent. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what he that's says. That's pretty much it. And that was the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. And he like makes this stupid grin and he's like, I made that up myself. <laughs> and so, yes, that is some dumb shit that I would come up with. So I loved it. And so Dave Chappelle is like, man, y'all don't got to fight because he's getting ready to fight him, of course. And. He's like, you have to fight. And he's like jumping back and forth. He's like, I'm on one side, I'm on the other. So, you know, of course, they're they're highlighting that it's not a big deal. But he's like, it's the principle of the thing. And so then they ensue this epic battle with staffs. And they keep breaking them in half. And they just keep going and breaking them in half further and further until finally they're like the size of a pencil. And so Robin's like flicking him on the the hands with it. Yeah, like in elementary school. (laughs) And so... I, I don't know what happened. I guess he flicked him one final time real good and hard, and he fell off of the bridge, lands flat on his back into the puddle, and he's like, ah, ah, I can't swim, I can't swim. He's just freaking out, and he's like completely planked, like stiff, but he's just like kicking his arms and his feet, like he's not bending any joints. He's just tantruming like a two-year-old in the floor at Walmart. <laughs> and so he drags him out, and he's like, oh, you saved my life. And so then you learn that it's Prince John's fault that he had to set up the, the toll toll bridge in the first place because they took everything they had and blah 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 and then that's when you basically segue into you know meeting the i think meeting the merry men right or no you meet william william um yeah because william comes in um he comes uh, out of the bushes (laughs) right comes out the bushes but i i want to give credit more to the actor who played uh, uh little john again eric allen kramer because when robin hood pulls him out of the quote unquote stream he's he's still like as if he was like still halfway in the water (laughs) quivering still (laughs) so yeah it was one of those classic movies now i'm forever in your service because you saved my life type of thing yeah save me from the puddle yeah so that was pretty great the um the the whole will scarlet o'hara yeah they they he he kind of like proves himself Apparently, he goes on to play uh, Robin Hood as well, like in the like USA or the Sci-Fi Channel. I forget. Oh, dang! Really? Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. So he continues on as as uh, Robin That's Hood. That's good. But well, that worked out for him. <laughs> yeah. So this was probably you know his audition tape. Maybe he's like, hey, look, I was in the movie. <laughs> he was probably much count? more qualified. Yeah. Than any other Robin Hood? Yeah, he's, I have been in Robin Hood in Robin Hood movies. <laughs> So I completely forgot how this was going to play out where uh, Robin's like, all right, let's see what you got kind of thing. And then so he gives like Robin the uh, bow and arrow and he shoots at him. And then he, I don't know, what does he do? Like kind of chops up like the arrow, you know, with his daggers. It's like a wood chipper. It just turns into sawdust and he's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot what was going to happen. He's handy with the swords. 
Yeah. I, oh, I, he made his pants fall off too. Like he went, he like blew on the knives and like went to stick them in his uh, in his belt, and it just broke the belt, and his pants fall down. Say, so I've never been able to figure that one out yet. I don't know. Those Something are some like sharp that. Sharp ass knives. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Or just really hot. I, I guess is what that's the way I took it. It was just really hot still. Probably. It would have been better if it just caught him on fire completely. <laughs> this is why I can't make movies. I would just make horrible things happen to everybody. But they'd be okay in the end. I think you're being a little too modest. I'm sure you can make a great movie. You guys clearly have uh, you know good taste in comedy here. So. <laughs> uh, who do they meet next? Is it the um, little scene with... Well, we, we I guess we get um... to see our little bit of Maid Marian um next oh yeah they cut yeah. to maid marion and brunhilde uh amy yes back yes. do you guys uh, recognize her from anything else she was in baywatch right she was i think maybe i, I don't know her from baywatch but um my go-to is problem child one and two. Oh, oh dang those movies yes i Which forgot is about that funny is that like in the first movie she played like this um you know like uh john ritter's wife who he just hated mm -hmm. and then like in the second movie she plays like the the teacher or the teacher slash mother of the the little girl it's like it's the same actress yeah. like how that's weird <laughs> they didn't even try no <laughs> But, you know, something could be said about that. Like, you know, John Ritter did love her, just not her personality. And then he hooks up with someone who looks exactly like her. That's nicer. I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. We'll give them that credit, maybe. Like, we'll make that up. <laughs> yeah. like, that's my head canon anyway. But that, that's my go-to. So uh, I was a fan of those movies growing up. And so I've liked her from from these. I, I think I've seen her in some other things, but I can't think of anything off the top. I can't, I can't either. either. Yeah. So there's this thing I with her. I think she was in Baywatch, but I'm not sure. Not 100%. Yeah, I, it's not a show. I Surprisingly, I that I didn't watch a whole lot of. But they got a movie coming out. I know, with The with, Rock. Yeah, The Rock. So there we go. I think we'll, I'll, I'll watch it just for his smile. <laughs> Me too. So, yeah. uh, he, he's from Florida, right? Or he went to Florida State or something? or. Um, He went to the University of Miami. Okay, there we go. I think so. I think he was a uh, um, hurricane. I think that sounds right. I, I know Hyrule yeah. from True Bromance Film Podcast will correct me if I'm wrong because he's a, he's a big <laughs> rock fan as well. Yeah, so, you'll get your comeuppance if you're wrong. So Yeah, I'll definitely hear it. Um, okay, so what do you guys think of Maid Marian, uh, her character anyway, in this version of Robin Hood? I think she's very goofy. <laughs> she's just an airhead. Yeah. And when she always says, I'm so happy. Happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I found her the least funny. Really? I thought she was funny in a, just in an airhead ditzy way. She yeah. doesn't have a lot of good lines. I mean, she really doesn't. Yeah, there's not much for her there. She's. I know. She's just always she's almost She's just a placeholder, but. That's Underwritten. Pretty much it. She's just always almost. She's the damsel in distress 100% of the time. Yeah. Um, the rabbi? Is that next? I think. Oh, wait. No, because you see Brunhilde in that scene, too. Oh yeah, uh, no, no. I like her better road. than Maid Marian. I think I do too. I love that scene with her when they're jumping out the window to land on the horses. <laughs> yeah, and the horse is like, uh, uh, nah, girl. Yeah, I think he, he it has subtitles. Like, yeah, it does. It says, "Is she kidding me? You gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> and it moves when she drops down from the balcony, and like she lands, and there's just this huge dip in the concrete, and she's like, "Oh." Farfin Cougar. <laughs> yeah, she's always going off in German. <laughs> No, that was the horse's name was like Farfenugan. No, or I know, but whenever she's mad, she yells something in German too. I I love yeah, her. she's pretty funny. 
Um, I think we get the merry men because the merry men are there when they meet the rabbi, when they get the sacramental wine. Yeah, yes. they meet the merry men first. Because um, um, doesn't Little John recruit? Yeah, Little John recruits them. Yeah, the best from all the villages. Yeah. And then they're just horrible. They just ain't worth a damn. They throw their ears at him. <laughs> what do you guys think about the uh, Winston Churchill, you know, speech? That oh, Robin, yeah. Robin yes. He puts them all to sleep. Yeah, so then they... Dave Chappelle has to turn Malcolm X on him. Wake everybody up. He but... says, Sherwood Forest didn't... Or wait, what does he say? We didn't land on we Sherwood Forest. We didn't land Forest. on Sherwood Forest. For, uh, Sherwood Forest landed on us. And everyone's like, yeah, and they're all hype. <laughs> he has to give him, he has to warm up the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. And then also, you know, we already mentioned earlier the whole uh, singing scene, you know, between Maid Marian and, uh, uh, and Robin. And yep. They, uh, yeah, we get the. Um, the boner sword. <laughs> exactly. So they were very, yeah. uh, they were really cheering. <laughs> to, cheering to put for it that. lightly, yes. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, I guess we've kind of missed a scene where um, th- doesn't Robin a- already meet Prince John and like he goes to the castle already, right? Yeah, he goes to he crashes the party and has a giant pig on his shoulders, and they they cause a ruckus. And yeah. um, Prince, well, we actually missed the entire scene with the sheriff of Runningham too, right? Because didn't he? Well, we weren't going scene by scene, right? Right. The whole reason he has beef with him in the first place is because he like cut his saddle and he fell over upside down and embarrassed him and he had to ride all the way back with yeah his, and he told him to tell the king that he with was with his back. choir men behind him singing his song while he's <laughs> just getting his head drunk through the forest so this he's all the... pissed off and has a bad taste in his mouth and they go to the castle and crash the party and he has a wild boy that he hunted on the king's property and like slams it down on the table and just starts causing a scene and so then the sheriff slaps him in the face and challenges him to a duel. So in turn, Robin slaps him with like this big night glove and like knocks him out. <laughs> he accepts. And so of course the sheriff is like a freaking puss. So he won't fight him one on one. So he calls all the guards in. Yes. That was like the domino guard scene. They all- I, apparently that took like two weeks to stage as well. Really? Yeah, I, I, because I wondered how they do that too. Because like, if if it was completely hollow, they wouldn't be falling directly in front of them like real dominoes. Like that, yeah. that's way too difficult to set up, especially for the amount of like uh, nights that I, they actually had lined up. Um, the scene where the uh, the sheriff goes to see Prince John, that's the bathtub scene, right? Yes, yes. With, when with he the, has the, with the the men blowing bubbles. Yeah, uh-huh. the jacuzzis. I really like that scene because like, um. You know, that Prince John was just like, just, just tell me, you know, in a happy way, whatever. And so, like, <laughs> the sheriff is telling him the story of how Robin Hood, you know, they came and kicked ass. their asses. And... Wait a minute. I have an idea. Maybe if you tell me the bad news in a good way, it won't sound so bad. The, the, bad, the bad news in, in a good way. Uh, yes, yes, I can do that. Yes, bad news in a, a good, good way, yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, well, here goes. Um, <clears throat> wait, wait till you hear this. I just bumped into Robin of Loxley. He's back from the Crusades. <laughs> you know, he just he just beat the crap out of me and my men. <laughs> he, you know, he hates you and he loves your brother Richard. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
He wants to see you hanged. <laughs> you We're in an awful lot of trouble. <laughs> what are you crazy? Why are you laughing? That was pretty funny. Snorts while he laughs, and he's like, "What are you? Yeah. What's wrong with you? This is horrible news. Why are you laughing?" He's like, "Well, goddamn it." You, you know, the do. world might be a better place if all horrible news was delivered like that, though. I know. Yes. Why don't we absolutely. have a news channel that does that? That takes everything that's super serious and horrible and just says it like that. That would get shut down in like a week. Yeah, it would. It would offend <laughs> everyone. But uh, well, I, I think we have something like that on like Comedy Central, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, oh, and through. that was also the first time that we got introduced to the mole on the move. Yeah, he's like, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't your mole on the other side the other day? He's like, I have a mole? I have a mole? <laughs> <laughs> King John is such an ass. I wonder like, what it was if it wasn't a mole. <laughs> that was pretty good. And is this when Prince John goes to see uh, uh, Latrine? Yes. Yeah, because he so, tells him that there's no way that uh, yeah, now he's all, he can stop him. He's all worked up because... Uh, Robin Hood's in town and he's scared so he goes to Latrine to get more to get the scoop and she tells him that it's going to be trouble I like how this starts off too because you know like she's she appears as a witch and he's like oh you know tell me what's up and then she's like all right and she's gathering like all these like uh, really weird ingredients and then I forgot the question he asked her and and she's like how should I know you know I'm not a witch I'm just your cook and then she hands him like this omelet (laughs) you know like some eyeballs yeah I know one of the ingredients was testicles of newt because we were laughing about yeah. that when we saw it last night. Some frog something too, I forget. Yeah, it was every nasty thing you could imagine. And um, but I was happy for her and her family that they got to change their name. Yeah, from shit house. Yeah, you're... such an unusual name, Latrine. How did your family come by it? We changed it in the ninth century. You mean you changed it to Latrine? Yeah, used to be shit house. That that's probably one of my favorite jokes, and I always remember that one because I didn't um, I didn't know learn what a latrine was until I was eighteen when I joined the army. Okay, so that's the first time I had heard. So latrine, that joke was lost sure, on you. Yeah. So when I like upon watching that again, I heard that, and I was just like, latrine. I get that. That's <laughs> funny now, you know. So it was one of my one of my favorite uh, uh, lines. So she was pretty good. The little screen time that she has, it's the best. Tracy Ullman. Do you remember the Tracy Ullman show? Yeah. Well, I was. Um, her whole scene actually is very um, 90s because she has the cardboard cutout of the um, <laughs> right. sheriff, which in the 90s, cardboard cutouts were the thing. Like yeah. if you would go to the music store, they would have them all lined up. And, mm-hmm. and she had one of the sheriff. And I thought that was really funny. There was a music store in Kentucky that um, I, I feel like a lot of them did this. But whenever a new album came out or something, if they had cutouts like that, um, people would line up to put their name on a list and whenever it was time for them to like cycle out to some new um just whatever that is i guess new cutouts of people or whatever advertising they have in the store they'd call those people and let them have it so i had a really big one of michael jackson at one point but it had all this writing from oh, his album awesome on it. i'm a huge michael jackson fan too Ooh, me too i think latrine um, would still keep hers over michael <laughs> oh probably a <laughs> little shameless plug here uh my, one of my other shows, We Got Five, my co-host Devin and I, we did our top five favorite uh, Michael Jackson videos, music videos. Oh, oh so, man. Not his best songs, but his best videos. So uh, for I the hope, Michael Jackson fans that might be interested. I hope you have Speed Demon as one of your top five. 
Yeah, you might have to. You'll have to listen to and find, find out. out. <laughs> come on, you ain't getting no freebies on here. Ah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Give me the scoop. The, uh, oh gosh, what was it? the the cardboard? You know, I think there's uh, like a shop here in Portland, like at one of the malls that have those you know stand standees still. You know, these cardboard cutouts. When you guys mentioned that, like it being a '90s thing, I was like, oh my god, it com- it, it really is because the first like image that I had in my head was Zach Morris with a Kowski <laughs> yeah. cardboard cutout. Do you remember that? Like yeah. in the early years of Saved by the Bell? Oh, yeah, yeah, and I mean, when was the last time you saw one? They I used to be Mike everywhere. had a Zach Morris phone. Do you remember that big-ass phone? Yeah. <laughs> that the big brick phone, thing? yeah. <laughs> he thought That's he was how so you cool. knew they was rich. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he wore Tommy Hilfiger, and he had a big old Zach Morris phone. Uh, I think we've covered... Basically, uh, the, the all the characters that they've met uh, at this point, uh, again, we're not going scene by scene, but um, just to kind of help us out a little bit more, uh, I, I think we can go ahead and jump into the tournament scene, mm-hmm. right? Because they, they kind of been building up for that already, kind of training for this big tournament. Um, so that way, you know, Robin could go in and kind of win, like, Maid Marian's hand in marriage or something. Was yes. That, yeah. that what I the, think so. Well, actually, no, I don't even think that was the case. I think in the original story, that was the case. But they were going to have this tournament anyways. Like, it was just a thing, and he didn't know about it. And then she overheard. He was like, um, the sheriff, since he's fed up with Robin's shit at this point, he's um, setting up some kind of meeting with the mob to kill him. And so she overhears that, and she goes and tells him. And she's like, just don't go to the fair tomorrow. And he's like, okay, well, that's easy. I won't go to the fair. And she's like, oh, good. I'm so happy because they were going to try to kill you and lure you in with this archery tournament. And he's like, an archery tournament? <laughs> yeah, that's like the one thing he can't resist. Yeah. Is that the uh, the same point when she was like, tell me you won't go? He goes, all right, you won't go. Yeah. Yes. Or I promise you won't go. <laughs> yes. And, and Dave, uh, Chappelle's Dave Chappelle's like, like wait, wrong. <laughs> he's like, cool it. Yeah. <laughs> cool it. I'm chill. Cool it. It's chill. <laughs> yeah. Well, and meeting the mob is actually a really funny exchange, too. When he was saying, when they met the mob, when um, the sheriff called in the mob and he said, I'm so glad you came all the way from Jersey. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wait, uh, at the table, right? Yeah, Yeah, before the arch, when he was setting up the archery setup, he and he called the mob in and he came over and that was funny. Don Giovanni. Yes. As played by Don DeLuise. (laughs) Also, the voice yes. of Itchy on uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven. That's like the only thing. I know yep. <laughs> well, he was also in, uh, he also voiced in The Secret of the Nim. Oh, he did. Yeah. I think he was Jeremy, the, the crow, if mm-hmm. I'm not I mistaken. Think so. I think you're right. And and I'm sure he was also like uh, like one of the voices from like American Tale or something. Fievel? Yeah. Well, he wasn't Fievel. Probably not. But was, no, but I mean, yeah. I'm talking about the Fievel right, American from, Tale. Yeah. That's, yep. That's the one. So yeah, another one, a favorite of mine. But yeah, he he has a very distinctive voice, and he I, I love the scene too because he's like, isn't he petting like some kind of like lizard or yeah, iguana he, or something? What? Yeah, and he says and that it made a what did he call it? He said something. Prince, Prince John's like you're no wait or uh, I'm sorry the is it Prince John? No, it's the sheriff that he's meeting. The, with. the sheriff. Yeah, the sheriff's like your your lizard looks limp, and he's like, well, at my age, oh yes. old age, like, oh oh the lizard. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he's just sleeping. It's like animatronic. It starts wiggling around. I don't remember what its <laughs> name was, but it had a name, and it pooped on him, and he wiped it on the dude's shirt. Yeah, dirty Ezio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I so definitely don't was... have the name down, but that was pretty good. I, apparently, the the guy that was supposed to look like Dirty Harry was is also like a uh, Clint Eastwood impersonator. Is he? Oh. He did look a lot like him. It was yeah. pretty good. 
he had his tongue cut out yeah. because he was going. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the archery tournament. Um, you know, I, I kind of like this too because, like, uh, it, in, when they find out that the uh, it, it was Robin Hood that was there as a, in disguise. Uh, do, do you even want to talk about like the the actual tournament itself or yeah that was that was a good that was a really great scene because okay he's dressed like this funky old man and as soon as he gets he's a bullseye, like the uh, baron of Mountchausen. yeah he does and so <laughs> as soon as he gets a bullseye they bust him out the sheriff does and he's like that's robin of loxley and so he takes all his get up off and who's um Oh man, what's the guy's name that uh the character that he's um up against at the end? Because it's one of the it's one of the goons from the Jersey Oh yeah, Mafia. it's one of the mob guys. I forget his name. I do too. But so he busts his uh, arrow in. Filthy Luca? Yes, it's Yeah, yes. Filthy Luca. <laughs> There's Filthy Luca and Dirty Ezio. <laughs> Dirty Ezio's up in the tower ready to shoot him with like this little a crossbow thing that he's putting together up there and assembling, and the sheriff is. And being... it was also like some kind of book depository, you know. Oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. I noticed that that it was the um, uh, share whatever. Uh... It was um, I don't know. What are you talking about? The name of the book depository that he was in. Oh, I don't remember. Like the Lee name Harvey of it. Oswald. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was yeah. They were ripping that entire situation off completely, but it was funny. And um, the sheriff is down there, like, looking super suspicious up at the tower, like, ah, giving signs, like, not yet, or, I don't know. It was it was just super obvious that there was some shit going down. And whenever he exposes him as Robin, everyone does the Arsenio Hall. <laughs> yes, that was another 90s thing that people probably yes. would not understand. Uh, I feel like if I had, because my daughter is uh, 14, and I feel like if she was watching this, she'd be like, what the hell is this? What's wrong with Why you? are they barking? Like, like, what is this? Well, um, and, and all the uh, merry men are dressed as the damsels yeah. in this scene, and Blinken's boob is up on his shoulder. <laughs> he starts punching him. <laughs> yeah, they're like, get your boobs together. And he's like, oh, and he just starts punching them. <laughs> he says, you look like a bloody Picasso. <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah, that whole scene was pretty pretty gold. And he has some kind of crazy arrow that, because he loses, because Filthy Luca splits his arrow in half, so everyone starts throwing lettuce at him and shit and booing him. Yeah. And he's like ha- going into this spiraling depression before everyone's eyes. He's like, I can't lose. Let's let's look at the script. <laughs> he consults the script. Right. <laughs> he's like, no, I get another shot. And so like Prince John and, um, and the sheriff are looking through the script too. They're like, ah, he gets another shot. Yeah. yeah. But where right, did that right. arrow come from? I forget. I don't know. I don't feel like that was regulation. No, it was not yeah, a regulation I, arrow. Uh, no idea. It was yeah, like a heat seeking missile. The arrow must have been like, yeah, like government issued or something. <laughs> I know. Well, it missed and it like turned around and went under all the stands. So everyone did the wave to avoid it. So yeah. that was another thing <laughs> that I guess they had to. That's where it got started. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's another thing they had to organize there. I wonder how long it took them to get that right. Like to shoot that. Everyone doing the wave. I don't know. I mean, I feel like people uh, are pretty good at the wave. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. I feel like it takes a long-ass time at the stadium. No, you don't go to start. the stadium. You don't know what's going on. Well, <laughs> I've been a couple times, and nobody did the wave properly. Um, That's so, all I'm saying. <laughs> Robin- <laughs> it's like, a, you remember in Major League, there's like the, the like the four hardcore, uh, hardcore fans that are doing the wave by themselves? Yeah. <laughs> and then eventually, as more people start coming, the wave gets big. 
It's one of those montage scenes <laughs> where they have the feel good music play and it slowly progresses and shows the wave getting better and better. But that, I don't know. Um, so was, Robin Hood won. Yeah. He ended up winning, but it didn't matter anyways because they just arrested him. Yeah. And the funny thing is after he won and they're like, arrest him. He's like looking around like, what? And it was, didn't you know that was going to happen when you got there? Yeah. I mean, you just had to escape after throwing a wild boar and onto the king's or the prince, the prince's table and then beating up all of his dudes. You think everyone's just cool with that? <laughs> like it's well, been enough I like time that, that they just uh, forgot. Maid Marion, she, you know, kind of gives herself up to the, uh, to the sheriff. So that way uh, he doesn't kill Robin Hood. I know. She says, if you'll let him go, I'll do the most disgusting thing I could think of. And everyone's like, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone's like, go on. What? And <laughs> so she agrees to marry him. And he's it, it, but she tries to add this whole thing to it. Like, but she'll never have my mind, my heart. It'll only be my body. And he's, yeah, like, and he's like, I, oh, that's fine. That, keep right. it. That's fine. I don't, <laughs> I don't need that shit. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, Let's see. You know what? We actually did miss Mel Brooks because we kept trying to figure out who was first. Mel, oh, right, the rabbi. Yeah, because he shows up later on in the movie again. But he's funny in that movie. I love him. He I is. Love yeah, I, I I forget is he still that alive? he is still alive, yes. and I, I think there's talks of a Spaceballs two because of how uh, well the Force Awakens did, which I, I don't really? think anybody was surprised by that. <laughs> but I think yeah. he's just like, hey, I can use another Spaceballs movie, like. You know, oh, riding yeah. on the tails of Force Awakens, so so we'll we'll see. I mean, I'm, how old is he? He's at least five hundred years old, right? I mean, he he was looking old in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Well, Robin Hood is in his fifties now, so and Mel Brooks was old in that movie, so eighty nine. Wow, man, he's getting up there. He's gonna have to make it now or never. Hey, he Still married Anne Bancroft. <laughs> oh, and so he's he was out there peddling circumcisions to everybody. <laughs> That was his, <laughs> and he had sacramental wine, and he had a new guillotine that would do circumcisions for everybody. Yeah, he threw out the little gay slur, too, when uh, when they first met the merry men. <laughs> oh, and he was like, oh, okay, and they're like, no, we're just happy, okay? <laughs> just right. merry. Yeah. <laughs> so I forget, Fagles? like, how crude, like, says? some of these, well, um, wait, say that again? He says, Fagolus? Like, he's shaking his yeah. hand, he's like, what? It was, it was something like that, yes. <laughs> Uh, later on, when we do see him, he comes back as the, do we want to jump to the end? Was there? Uh, I think we're to the, I mean, we're, we're at like two scenes from the end because after Robin gets arrested, they're going to do a hanging or a marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it is pretty much coming up on that because at that point she's agreed to marry him. And so they just go straight to that situation. Like she is, um, they, uh, what is it? They have the guy who's uh, got Robin Hood up there and he's acting all goofy. And he's yeah, like, the execution. 16. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a little snug. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, but, that is, I, and I know that Mel Brooks likes to, to use him as well. The uh, hangman was uh, Robert Ridgely as Boris. Who, what is he from? Because I've seen, I recognize his voice. I've seen him. I just feel like he was before my time. So I don't, I don't know who he is. Like, I have a feeling he's one of those old comedy legends that just, I don't Let's know see. who he is. He, he voiced Platypus in uh, Tailspin, and he was also a voice in Puff the Magic Dragon. 
clearly, clearly these are the uh, it says the most recognizable. So I'm not even looking at like his entire yeah. filmography. Yeah. Um. So maybe I should have done that. But yeah, Blazing Saddles, High in, uh, in, in Anxiety, uh, Designing Women, Night Court, uh, Barely oh. Hills Cop Two, Philadelphia. So he's done a, lo- a lot. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's done a lot more than that. All right, so that's why I recognize him. Then I've I've seen him in at least some of those things. I'm sure. Yeah, I like the hangman, and I think it's funny that they have a hanging or a marriage. And John's like, <laughs> Prince John's. Well, we'll get a show either way. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like, he's like, like I don't. Way. He yeah. does the shimmy. Hey. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. He's just there for a show. <laughs> and then we get the uh, uh, basically King Richard showing up, right, by Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Yeah, I love Patrick Stewart. He's probably one of those old guys that I'd still marry. I don't care if he's eighty. I I like his uh his portrayal of King Richard here because you know we're used to seeing him a little bit more reserved, you know, in his mm-hmm. you know uh, Star Trek and also even on X Men, you know. So I I, I kind of like him uh, directed by uh, Mel Brooks. So pretty funny. Uh, yeah, he landed that kiss on Maid Marian. <laughs> <laughs> and to uh, to punish uh, Prince John for you know abusing his power. You know, in in uh, the king's absence, they they decide to change like all of the toilets to John's. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he's like no, <laughs> and that's where we get the name from. <laughs> there it is, and then uh, and then we get. I, I I like how they get the rabbi to come. Um, what is it called that that he does for the wedding? Like not moderates the Officiate. wedding, but officiate the wedding thank you yeah, uh english is my second language if if people didn't know no i'm kidding um oh. <laughs> but it, it is but See, it I isn't it yeah <laughs> so i like during this uh you know gosh I, f- I forget the actual dialogue but but i know king richard calls him like father he's like rabbi whatever <laughs> it's like I, I yeah funny. <laughs> and he says here's your knife sword whatever yeah he gets him back <laughs> Well, and I thought it was funny that he was Rabbi Tuckman instead of Friar Tuck. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, it just occurred to me, like, we talked about the mole switching places earlier. Well, that happens in um, uh, Young Frankenstein as well, you know, with Igor's hump changing, like, different places. And they, they comment on that, too. Like, oh, wasn't your hump on the other does. side? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's anything like that in all of his movies, like, where there's just, oh, like, sure. some weird trait about somebody that's just forever changing. I bet there's something in Spaceballs. I feel like every movie that he does, there's always a scene where they're like, walk this way. And then like everyone will walk exactly like the leader, you know? So. Oh, yes. Like with the sheriff. Yeah, the sheriff did it when uh, she agreed to marry him. Walk like a pimp. Yeah. Yeah, he just sassed right out of the scene. (laughs) He sashayed away. And all of his men followed him. That was funny. That's pretty good. Uh, And I I guess that's it. And then we end with another like... um, Sherwood rap, Sherwood Forest rap. Yeah, they wrap it up for us, literally. What literally. are they called? Do they I have a name? Like the Merry Homeboys or something? I don't know, <laughs> but only the lead singer can wear his white sunglasses. That's a 90s throwback, too. White framed sunglasses. You know what else was funny? Is it Chew's uh, Robin Hood hat? Like the green hat? It has like a thing on the front yeah, of it. Yeah, it was like, like a, a snapback. Baseball cap. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That, um, did he even have a... I don't even think he had a feather in it. No, it was just a backwards like base or snap cap, baseball yeah. cap. Yeah, but like the back, <laughs> of, snap back. The, what yeah. was on the back of his head looked like everyone else's hat, but he had the snap back on the front. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just had to spice it up a little. And he had the pumps, the, the shoes, and that that was pretty much it. Yeah, he was styling. Did you have pumps when you were a kid? 
I did have pumps, and um, I think they were actually like the like generics too. They weren't even like the actual. Oh, I don't know if it was LA Gear or Reebok. Was it Reebok? Reeboks. Okay. Yeah. I, I on... thought I was the coolest person on the face of the planet when I got those. Did you guys used to have starter like, jackets too? I didn't. Well, everyone that I knew did, but I was like one of those weird kids that was anti wearing a coat for some reason. I I don't I can't. I can't give you a good reason why. I just hated wearing coats. I had a poofy um, jacket. It just wasn't starter. So I wasn't cool. Uh, um, I remember when I had my pumps, I would um, stand at the top of the hill, um, at like at our grandma's neighborhood. And it would be me and Robbie and Leah and Josh. And I would like do one pump and then I'd run as fast as I could and they'd time it. And then I'd do two pumps and I'd run really far and I'd have <laughs> And I feel like there was never a difference. No, but I thought there was. I thought if I pumped it up like a bunch of times, I'd start going super fast. But really, I'm just like cutting all the circulation off in my feet. Probably, I'm probably lucky to have feet these days. <laughs> I'm trying to find the name of the uh, the rapper for you guys, but um, it's coming up as like Kevin Dorsey and the Merry Men Singers. Oh well, oh. all right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> They could hit those high kicks, though. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did enjoy that. I'll probably add because there's two um, two performances. I'll put one in the beginning and the end of this uh, this episode. Oh, great. Yeah. People should hear that. It's yes. awesome. It is pretty awesome. I, I, I could have used a little bit more of that. I, I wasn't really digging the, the, the singing of uh, Robin Hood's character like in the forest earlier. I, yeah, that was fine. Oh, yeah. But... He was super over the top. and He like was blowing her away. Like all her hair was flying back when he was singing in her face. Yeah. Yeah, I was more into the Merry Men, their whole spiel, um, and then the rappers. That that was the funny part. Yeah, the act like the whole chorus line when they were actually singing the Men in Tight song. Yeah, and Blinken best. just kept knocking everyone out. Yeah, he just kept punching Little John in the face. <laughs> Did you guys like the the fight scene in the castle where like uh, Blinken was? Um... Uh, like yes. fighting, I don't know, some kind of. Yes, I did anything. like the fight scene. He he tried his best. He tried his best. He was trying. I do like the one part where like, um, Achu was like, "Hey, Blinken." He's like, "Did you say a Blinken?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, no, that's your. You not recognize your own name? Like, <laughs> yeah, that was good. And then the other uh, instance with Blinken that I, I laughed was like. Uh, a Jew is black? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. A black sheriff? Yeah, because at the end of the movie, he appoints um, a Jew as the sheriff of the new sheriff in Nottingham. And everyone's like, a black sheriff? And he's like, why not? It worked in Blazing Saddles. <laughs> and they're like, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I still agree that, or I mean, I guess I made the, that, that comment earlier that Blinken has the funniest lines and the sheriff is the coolest character. Uh, how about you guys? What do you guys think? Hmm. Okay. I thoroughly enjoy Little John, but I really wish he had like more parts in the in the actual movie itself. I know he's just Little John, but I really think his character was hilarious. It's pretty um, funny. I think he might be my favorite. Just I mean, just the way that he did the the puddle scene <laughs> was so yeah, fantastic. That was pretty epic. I guess mine would be a toss up between the sheriff and um, Achu, just because I'm such a Dave Chappelle fan. Like I have such a soft spot for him, but. I mean, the whole movie was hilarious. Yeah. There wasn't a bad one in the bunch. Yeah, it's hard to dislike any character in there. I love all of them equally. <laughs> They're my babies. Yeah. So that will uh, bring us to the end of the review. And uh, we 
do a, a rating uh, on the show where we do like five stars and you can break them, break it down to however you want, you know, quarters, halves, what have you. Um, why don't you guys go ahead and start uh, being the guests uh, on this episode? I would give it a, um, a four and a half star rating just because there are a couple of scenes that I feel like didn't have to be in the movie and it would make it a little bit funnier. But overall, I think it's absolutely hilarious. And if you want to just have a funny time on your couch, Robin Hood Men in Tights is the one for you. For sure. I think I'm going to give it four stars. And that's pretty harsh, but I'm deducting 0.5 points for two reasons. Uh, two reasons. 0.5 points because I feel like... I feel like a little more attention could have been paid to make sure that not so many of the quips and puns were able to be dated the way they are, because it does kind of destroy it in the future for younger generations, like as far as understanding the comedy behind it. I feel like maybe those those particular things should have been a little fewer and farther between, because there were a lot of one-liners, like, man, white man can't jump when he says yeah. that. No one knows what the fuck he's talking about, yeah. <laughs> except for any of us who knows what he was like that movie. Like, I like that line, but I, I think the delivery didn't work for me. I know, me too. That's the yeah. other thing. There were a few things where it almost seemed like they were putting one-liners in just for the point of putting them in after the fact. Yeah, a couple and they of them just... felt forced where I was like, you didn't have to say that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to deduct another point five, just because I feel like some characters had too much talk time and others should have had more. Um, for example, I would have been way happier with little John talking more and having more lines and a little less out of, I don't know, maybe, maybe a little less out of, uh, out of the sheriff. I know that's your favorite guy. No, no, that's okay. Uh, the sheriff does have like a lot of screen time and lines and, you know, he's got his whole subplot with uh, Latrine as well, which we, we missed, but yeah. that's okay. You know, where he, uh, and she's praying, oh, yeah. you know, to God for him. And then he like falls <laughs> in basically in her lap. But in my opinion, I I think Prince John was probably the weakest character. Yeah, I I think I think you're probably right. I didn't I didn't He'd... care for his character really. I didn't find him like funny. He had, you know, I think the funniest line he had was "I have a mole." <laughs> like that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can only think of maybe four or five others that were truly funny to me as as much as he was speaking. I I get where you're coming from on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know there there's his, some of his lines that just were not funny, like um. You know, somebody get him or, uh, you know, I I don't remember the exact lines, but there were things like that. Like, this is getting a little annoying. And I'm just like, you're annoying. Like, yeah. So that's what I was telling when we were watching it last night to Cassie. I said, how come they cast like someone who sounds like a New York Jewish person as the king of England? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He was going like a little Seinfeldy on me. I I think for me, I'm going to I'm going to go in between you guys. I'm just going to go four and a quarter. I, I don't remember what I gave Spaceballs. I don't know if that was a four and a half or four and a quarter as well. Um, but I'm okay with uh, Robin Hood Men and Tides being there because I think there's a lot of a lot of great scenes. There's not a, a lot of great one-liners like, um, like Spaceballs has, but I think this has a lot more funnier scenes and uh, a, a lot of memorable characters. You know, like uh, I, I keep bringing back Latrine, you know, every time she's on yeah. screen, she's freaking hilarious. We all love the, you know, Little John in the, in the Little Creek. You know, and so yeah. uh, Blinken is like the funniest, like everything he says is He's funny, awesome. all, all his lines. So I think foreign core is pretty good. This uh, it still holds up. And I think more so for us because of, you know, us growing up with it. But I think I agree that mm-hmm. it prob- probably wouldn't be as funny uh, to somebody a little bit newer. You know, the, the millennials. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
But on the other on the other side of that, the people that do get the humor, even if they don't understand the reference, I feel like the people that really appreciate this kind of humor would go back and research some of those things and try to understand the references. Yeah. And that yeah. might lead them to, you know, more stuff that they that they would like to watch that they didn't know that they wouldn't have been exposed to otherwise. Absolutely. So why don't you give the listeners uh, again, um, you know, tell them where they can find uh, your podcast and uh, and also maybe a recommend of which episode to start with. OK, um, well, you can we have a website, www.mixedfeelingspodcast.com. Um, that that's a place you can go to find a link to everything. Um, but we are on Twitter, mixed feeling uh, at mixed feelings, PC. Uh, you can we're on pretty much any um podcast player uh as well as itunes soundcloud uh libsyn stitcher stitcher we also well we're also getting ready to start youtube but that's not happening yet so i guess just be on the lookout yeah that's a future project but it's happening um but oh and on instagram we're um at mixed feelings podcast the whole thing so um I would recommend starting with, we have some shorter episodes. We're only six, oh, we're about to be 16 episodes deep. So we're still new podcast babies, but I would recommend starting with 14. That was probably one of my, one of my uh, more favorite ones to record. And we had a great time. Yeah. A lot of people, I, we have a lot of listens on episode seven too. That seems to be a really popular one. So either one of those would be good places to start. And if you're into it, you can go back and listen to them all. I have a feeling people are just listening to that one because the word stripper poles is in the title though. Maybe. Well, <laughs> see, for, for me, like, I asked you guys, like, what should I start with? And you said that what was seven. But, like, on my phone, it doesn't show me the entire title. So I don't even think I see stripper oh, okay. on there. Yeah, it's probably, like, the first couple oh, of words. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, but cool. definitely, uh, I encourage all the listeners to subscribe and check it out. And uh, anybody that follows me on Twitter, I'll retweet as soon as you guys announce that you start the YouTube. So that way, you know, we can get, you know, some, some viewers uh, there as well. But, um, yeah, okay, I had a lot cool. of fun. And, you know, I'd love... For you guys to come back, you know, uh, anytime open invitation to come back and review some of these older movies. Awesome. Yeah, we had a great time. Thank you for having fun. us. And you were our first interview. So thank you. Yes. This is, Yay. This is awesome. We had a great time. Yeah, you made it fun. <laughs> thank you. Oh, no problem. Yeah, well, I, I'm glad you guys had a lot of good time. Um, so I actually forgot that I have an iTunes review. So I want to take a moment and read that. I've got something for you. A letter. So this is a five-star review from Mike Owens 23 on iTunes. Sure appreciate it. Uh, he says, like this podcast. The main host, Peter, puts a lot of work into his into this podcast. I respect that a lot. It's a great listen and very entertaining. By far one of my favorites. So thank you, Mike Owens 23, for that iTunes review. So um, yeah, if you want to leave a, a star rating review, please do so on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, that would really help out the show. Uh, for me, uh, Hydrate Level 4 is part of the Following Films podcast network. So you can go to followingfilms.com where you can find my other show, Original Remake, and other great shows such as Pop Culture Case Study with my good buddy Dave, War Machine vs. War Horse with Michael Denniston, and True Bromance Film Podcast with Hyro and Barry. If you want to hear me talk about... Uh, a topic and run down my top five favorites with my co-host Devin. We got a show called We Got Five at CortenParts.com. And if you are a fan of Full House, well, Devin and I, we cover Fuller House on our sister podcast called TV Ate My Brain. 
and we're covering the entire season one episode by episode. It's a fan podcast for the fans. So um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at HLF podcast. And if you want to write in, it is uh, HLF podcast at gmail.com. Until the next episode, I'm Peter. And for Cassie and Mandy, this is Hydrate Level 4. So that's a story, and it worked out good. King Richard's on his throne, and Robin's back in the hood. So let's bid our friends a fine to do, and hope we meet again in Robin Hood, too. I said, hey. hey. I said, hey. Hey. I said, hey. Hey, hey. 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 hey